0: Welcome to the IVF Before and After podcast where we will talk about the emotional roller coaster journey we are about to embark on. Tune in to a series of podcasts on stories and tips to help you feel you are not alone on your fertility or parenting journey. We will openly discuss success and failure. We will attempt to pick you up when you are down and celebrate when your head's in the clouds. Kay Dempsey is your host who can't wait to get started finding your way through IVF parenting journey.
1: Talking about NICU parents, nothing can really prepare you for the parenthood but when a baby is born premature the excitement and anticipation of a new arrival is dramatically interrupted. Shocked and numb you find yourself in the neonatal intensive care unit with little or no warning. Neonatal is an intensive care, a scary sounding place and one you are unlikely to chance upon. I visited my baby every day trying to become a mother in the most medical of environments. Incubators housed tiny babies at the very edge of life and all around me monitors beeped and alarmed as they seamlessly chimed with the uncertainty of, of our journeys. Parents looked over at each other, but no words were said. Given the nature of NICU, the pain of leaving your fragile baby each day, the feelings of emptiness and grief, the uncertainty and ups and downs, the lines, the wires, the monitors and the alarms, not to mention the security buzzers at the entrance of the unit or the constant rigorous hand washing. It came as no surprise to me that parents who have experienced premature birth are at a higher risk of postnatal depression, anxiety and post-traumatic stress disorder. I remember I was returning to the neonatal unit and walking out of the car park and into the hospital I could feel my heart pounding in my chest and hearing the beats and the flow of blood throbbing in my head I was dizzy at the sounds and feelings morphed into the beep, beep, beep of monitors and the hum of the ventilator as air filled my son's lungs. I closed my eyes to block out the panic, but all I could see were wires and the mechanical rise and fall of my baby's tiny chest. I felt sick to the bottom of my stomach, as if my entire body was shutting down and there was nothing that I could do to stop it. No one warns you about these flashbacks, though. The support network of the hospital can disappear overnight, and you're left to wonder how on earth you made it through. Family and friends with good intention assume that difficult times are behind you, and the idea that discharge home would be the end of the neonatal journey suddenly seems farcical. The usual ways to access reality of becoming a mother of in the NICU was so far removed from the norm that I became isolated, unable to connect with any local mums and experience of any others because I did not want to go outside with my little bundle. You see, more than forty percent of NICU mums experience postnatal depression, compared to the five to ten percent of mothers who deliver at full term without complication, and more than half report symptoms of anxiety and PTSD. Yet, like like many other aspects of mental health, PTSD following neonatal intensive care is rarely spoken about. I'd like to thank the anonymous person who shared this with me, and that's why today I just had to put it onto the podcast to let people know that we're all there Find the correct network and people will talk to you and be there at the end of a phone, end of a text, end of a Facebook post. Take care.
0: Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to IVF Before and After on iTunes or Stitcher and leave a review. Head over to the Facebook community page IVF Before and After or to the website www.ivfbeforeandafter.com for fantastic free stuff.